0: kind of understood that I was experiencing freedom in this area it was a few years ago when I had gained a little weight because I, I was caring for my body and not starving myself. And I saw a woman that I had known for a while and, and I was like, hey, you know, and then she was like, wow, Cindy, you've gained weight. So remember how we were talking about words? Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. we don't say that, right? Like (laughs) note to self, don't say that. And so I just kind of gulped and then continued on with a small talk and got into my truck and thought, okay, Cindy, like, what are you gonna do? And had I got to tell you, the old me would have went home and tried to make a drug deal or gone to the gym or gone to the toilet or done something. Mm-hmm. I sat there and thought, Cindy, what are you going to do? And I thought of this quote that is not unique to me. Kelly Minter originally said it. And she says this, Satan may tell us what's true, but he never tells us the truth.
1: Hey there, welcome to the Compare to Who show. I'm Heather Creekmore, and I'm really glad you're watching or listening today. Today, I have a special guest, Cindy Bultima. She has a powerful testimony of overcoming loss and addiction. She was once a young mom who suffered from years of addiction and eating disorder and nearly lost her life to a drug overdose. Cindy is now a passionate speaker, author, Bible teacher, as well as the executive director of an organization called GEMS, which stands for Girls Everywhere Meeting the Savior. It's a nonprofit ministry impacting the lives of girls worldwide. Cindy lives in West Michigan with her husband, Jeff and their four children. And she loves Jesus coffee, confetti, <laughs> and her family. And she <laughs> believes that being real is the only way to live. And I love that about you, Cindy, because I believe the same thing. Uh, she, you may find her if you're in her area, Michigan, you may find her walking her two naughty puppies, which I'd love to hear more about them as well. Um, who They like to make messes and they eat the most unusual things. That's quite a hook there. Cindy, welcome to the Compared to Who show.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Heather. I am thrilled to be here with you. Okay. Tell me about these puppies. What kind are they? I have two puppies. One is a mini golden doodle, ginger. Okay. And then I also have a new mini Bernie Doodle, although he's more of a medium sized and true story, he just ate my glasses. So if it <gasps> looks like my glasses are really smudged, it's just bite marks as I oh, wait for no. new glasses. So yeah. Oh yeah, <gasps> they really do eat anything and everything. Oh my goodness. Keeps my life exciting, that is <laughs> for sure.
1: We have our puppy. She's not really a puppy anymore, because I think She's 15 or 16 months old and okay. she likes to eat tissue out of the trash can. She goes into our trash oh, can sure. and rips up all of the tissue. And I have not found a solution to that behavior yet. <laughs> so, yeah, I've any good puppy training chick. <laughs> send them my way (laughs) (laughs) my friends would agree I'm not the one (laughs) you're not the one yeah I'm I'm think I'm too much of a softy when it comes to her (laughs) but thank you so much for being on the show today I'm excited to talk to you I want to hear your story because I think a lot of people watching or listening to the show today will be able to relate um, to different parts of your story for sure and then I want to hear about gems I'm excited about what you're doing there Mm. I didn't really know about it until recently so I think there's a lot of moms listening today moms have daughters that are going to be really interested in hearing more about gems too. But let's just start off by just tell me about your story. What should we know about Cindy and your past?
0: Sure. Yes. I think most people are surprised to hear that I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Um, You know, growing up in West Michigan, there's as, as many churches as Starbucks. And so most people think, oh, she surely knew Jesus, but I didn't. And I grew up in a home that we didn't have Bibles. We didn't talk about Jesus or even like that simple song, Heather, Jesus loves me this I know. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know it. And I was bullied a lot. You know, I have red hair. I pay for it now, but I had red hair as a little girl and lots of freckles and I was a chubby girl. And so I was teased and bullied. And, you know, often when I talk to my girls about it, it's almost like name tags would stick to me Mm -hmm. that I was not wanted, rejected. No one would ever want me. And that really was my identity. I I didn't know any different. Hmm. And then, you know, sometimes you hear people talk about like a God-sized shaped hole in your heart. Hmm. Well, I had a big one. And so I I tried to fill it. Food, men, alcohol, shopping, even drugs, and nothing worked. And as you mentioned in the beginning, I um, overdosed on cocaine. I was a single mom 26 years old. So I, I knew better, should have known better. And I used too much cocaine and nearly lost my life to the addiction. So wow. that was kind of the day that I hit rock bottom.
1: Wow. Can you talk to me a little bit more about the eating disorder side of things? Because I know that's, that's something that a lot of my listeners have either experienced or they love someone who's experiencing that. What did that look like in your life? What, what did that, How did that manifest itself?
0: mm mm-hmm. Well, as I mentioned, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. And so one of the things that I ran to was food, trying to fill that mm-hmm. emptiness and that loneliness. But at the same time, I was really bullied. So the eating disorder really kind of reared its ugly head um, right after I had my son, because I gained a lot of weight in the pregnancy. So here I have this beautiful baby, but as moms, we know kids don't feel that emptiness and that loneliness in our heart. So I had this beautiful baby, but I had a lot of pregnancy weight. and I had a lot of shame and guilt. And so my friends introduced me to cocaine, kind of as a diet um, remedy there, which I do not recommend at Mm. all. Again, nearly lost my life, really should be dead, the doctors say. And so once I was free from the cocaine addiction, I still didn't quite know how to care for myself well. And so I turned to bulimia and anorexia because I believed the lie that my worth was equal Mm. to my weight. So my the smaller my size, the greater my significance, which is an absolute lie. Mm-hmm. But I was a woman who went from about a size 16 to a size zero. And mm-hmm. so even my own grandma, Heather, at that time was like, Cindy, you're so beautiful mm-hmm. now. And so I was so desperate to stay at that that weight because, again, I thought my weight was equal to my worth, but I didn't know how to in a healthy way. So bulimia and anorexia became my friends for far too long.
1: Yeah. Let me jump off there because I think you went to a place that I didn't know I wanted to go, but I think I want to go. (laughs) And then we'll, we'll kind of loop back (laughs) to more about gems, but we do that. Don't we? I mean, someone loses weight and we congratulate them. Right. Right. And you said it was your mm-hmm. grandma, but I know moms listening and grandmas listening too probably found themselves in, in a similar situation of child loses weight, does something to quote unquote according to culture standard uh, improve their physical appearance, and oh, all, all of a sudden, all the praise, all the glory comes. What do you do? How do you? How do we navigate that as parents and grandparents? It, wh- how do you respond? What do? What do you say?
0: you know, it's very tricky. I remember one time after I had a child and again, I, I lost weight, but this time in a healthy way. And I had a neighbor say to me, Oh, Cindy, you lost a ton of weight. And I remember hearing, you mean I used to weigh a ton. Mm. And so it's very tricky. So what I really encouraged my, my friends and um, our mentors, as well as my girls is to look for ways to, to give praise that has to do with character inner and not outer beauty because our words really impact even if we're not talking about someone else I know one time a friend said Cindy do I have back fat and I was like back fat like that's a thing and like she's this super slender friend but then i left thinking do I have back that and I come mm-hmm. home and ask my husband do I have that? and so I think we just need to be really careful of our words and look for ways to give encouragement obviously God is a God of encouragement we want to encourage but encourage those things that come from the inside out generous heart servanthood an encourager the one that's motivating the one that's cheering for the underdog there's so many ways that we can encourage one another that doesn't have to do with our outer yeah. appearance
1: Oh, I I totally agree. So let me, let me push this a little bit further though. So I wrote a blog yes. post years ago called Stop Telling Her She's Pretty. And it was, mm. it was a provocative headline, but, and, and, you know, how it happens on social media, people just read the headline and decide that they should reply just to that with all of their feedback. And so I got some serious pushback. Now my, you know, the article was really about just doing exactly what you just said, like affirming inner qualities, not, not that you should withhold ever telling your daughter she's beautiful. But, but from the pushback I received on that, it kind of like, it stirred in me the question of, is there a ratio? You know, because obviously telling someone they're beautiful is encouraging, but what's the, is it seven character compliments to one physical compliment? Do we ignore the physical altogether?
0: Do we? You know, what, any any words of wisdom there? <laughs> any thoughts on that? I think one thing is that we pay attention to how a spirit leads. So if the spirit leads us to say something really kind, then let's do it. But I know that again, it's such a slippery slope because when I lost weight and everyone said, oh my goodness, you're so beautiful now, even though on the inside, I was a complete disaster, Mm -hmm. emotionally, spiritually bankrupt. It was abusing my body, but people were saying, you're so beautiful now. All of a sudden, when I became a healthier weight, I was taking care of myself. I was going to the gym and people didn't say anything I told myself stories. We do that, right? Like Mm -hmm. I told myself a story like, oh my goodness, they must be thinking, wow, she has gained so much weight. She's Mm -hmm. so fat. So I think beauty comes from caring for someone else. I think we can, again, we can give encouragement like, wow, that is such, you are so beautiful when, when you do that for your sister. Wow. I see the joy that comes from you when you do that. So I try to tell myself, every year when people are starting to go on diets. I like to go on a fruit diet, a Galatians 5 fruit diet, where we look for fruit, we look for love and joy and peace. And I think those same character qualities make someone beautiful. It's not just the color of your hair because the reality is we we could lose like we could lose our hair. We could lose a limb we could lose our things. So if I've only praised my daughters because of their beautiful hair And then something would happen and they would lose that beautiful hair. What will that do? So what if I could be the one that could strengthen them from the inside out and for them to see that beauty comes from one who's others focused, who's looking for ways to listen and love and give, because I think that's a beautiful soul as well.
1: Absolutely. Oh, Cindy, I love that so much. And I love the fruit diet. Love, love, love that. So January appropriate. That's that's fantastic. We need to go on an all-fruit diet. I love it. At first you started to say that. I was like, oh, what's she gonna say? Yes. <laughs> I was dragging with you at first. Oh, that that is awesome. So I, I'm excited to ask you more questions related to you know how we as moms can help our daughters but first i think it'd be helpful tell us a little bit about what you do in gems and what the goal of that organization is and how it works
0: sure we do not want to be the best kept secret any longer so i love talking about gems we've actually been around for over 62 years so when wow. people say are you the founder yeah no gems you're not been around for, for a while <laughs> <laughs> agreed agreed. thank you for that we our global headquarters is in west michigan As you mentioned GEM stands for Girls Everywhere Meeting the Savior and we are the go-to ministry for girls spiritual growth and two ways that we focus on helping girls one way is through truth filled resources helping girls know the truth live the truth share truth as well as relationships we love that God desires us to be in community so for over 60 years we've formed mentoring relationships where girls can grow with peers as long as well as a mentor who can look her in the eye and remind her that she's loved, that she's seen, that she's valued, and that she's not alone.
1: Awesome. So, most of what you do is direct to girls. Is
0: that right? Um, yes. Well, both, because we, everything that we do is to help girls. But we know that one way, one way that we can help girls is through reaching moms, mm-hmm. mentors, and ministry leaders, pouring into those women who are pouring into the lives of girls. So both, we awesome. reach girls, everything is girls, but sometimes direct to girls and sometimes by pouring into the moms, mentors, and ministry leaders.
1: Awesome. So moms or mentors or ministry leaders, I'll get all three M's in there yes. for you. If you're listening, yes. you're watching
0: to this, go to the GEMS <laughs> site. Is it gems.org? GEMS GC. So just like GEMS Girls Club, dot
1: .org. Yes. Okay. So go there and there's great resources. I was on the site earlier today and I found lots of good stuff. So Go there. There's great resources to help you encourage your daughters. Hey there, how much is freedom worth to you? That's kind of an odd question, right? When I was in the midst of my struggle with disordered eating and body image, I would have paid anything I had to be free. Truth is, I spent a lot of my budget on things I thought could help me be free, like new diets, exercise gizmos, clothing, but none of those things really helped. I'm so grateful that God showed me the way out. And now I'm passionate about helping others find their way out too. I want them to know that Jesus already paid it all. They don't have to spend another cent to find the freedom they really desire. But truth is, it does cost me something to get this message out, compared to who can't spread the message of Jesus' offer of freedom without the help of women like you. Would you consider making a contribution? Check out "Compared to Who's Patreon page at patreon.com slash compare to who. Then prayerfully consider giving $1 or $5 a month, whatever you can to help. Any amount you'd be willing to donate would be a huge blessing and will go directly towards covering the operating expenses of this ministry. Thank you for being a part of seeing other women set free from the chains of body image and comparison. May God bless your generosity. So let's talk more about that, encouraging our daughters. Now you have four kids, but it didn't say the breakdown. Do you have any girls?
0: I do. I have two boys and two girls and both of my girls are teenagers right now. So yes, you can add me to your prayer list, but yes, I live in girls world, both at home and at the office.
1: Okay. So how, how's it working? Like you were totally, I did not prep you on this at all, but my daughter is, she'll be 13 in March. And I feel like Alison, okay. who talks about body image a lot, I mean, she used to go to speaking events with me. And so she would sit there, and I would have this fear like, uh oh, should I let her hear what mom went through? Or. Is that going to somehow give her ideas about things that she's not thinking about? And so I am constantly like, Oh, okay. Is this going to work out? Like mom talks about body image. Is my daughter going to struggle with this? So what have you seen so far? Because I know you've been open about these issues in your life. How's it yes, working?
0: Yes. Well, the, well the first thing I would say is it's not easy to be a girl today. We know this, right? Like we could make a list from A to Z, the challenges that girls have from anxiety mm-hmm body image, cutting, depression, eating disorders, FOMO, fear We could go all the way down to Z-zits. And unfortunately, <laughs> as moms, as much as we want to like bubble wrap our girls, the reality is that it's, it's not easy. And in this world, they will have trouble. And for me, I've been so super careful about my, my speech and, and not wanting what I went through to impact my two girls and and it did you know um my daughter was 5 years old when i had to take her to the doctor for an eating disorder mm. so even though i wasn't talking about it in the home at school she heard some boys picking on another young girl calling her fat and my daughter decided i don't want to ever be called fat by boys at on the playground so i'm just not going to eat mm. so i watched my beautiful girl go down to skin and bones and thought wow, I didn't expect this. So I think that we, you know, we we, we pray, we do everything that we can. But um, as, as many speakers say, like a good mama doesn't always equal a good kid. I think that we, we we raise them where they know that they can talk to us, where they know truth, and where we can create this open and honest dialogue. And they know that we're a safe person to talk to.
1: Yeah. I love that too. And I'm sorry to pitch on the spot.
0: (laughs) Like I just did, but, but
1: I, I think that's, I, I think what you just said is the absolute, what we moms need to cling to is, yeah, there's no perfect formula. If you say this, if you don't say this, if you do this, if you don't do this, but having an open dialogue, being someone that, you know, they can talk to you when they do struggle. I think that's, that's really important.
0: Mm-hmm. Having said that, I would say though, it, um, mm-hmm. and the same time, so on like the other side of the coin, it is very important for us to remember that we have little eyes watching us mm-hmm. all the time. So if we're in the mirror or we're always pulling down our top, or if we're saying to someone, does this make me look fat? There are always eyes and ears that are paying attention to us. So I I think it's both. I think that we need to be prayerful and careful because it is not easy being a girl, a little girl or a grown up girl in our comparison society. But also knowing that sometimes we can do all the right things. And children, it's not like a pot machine where if we do all the right things, we put it in a quarter and we're going to have a perfect child pop out. But those things, those pain points are the very things that can strengthen our girls' faith so that they can grow up strong, secure, and confident in Christ.
1: Right. I love that too. I was becoming increasingly convinced that. A lot of things that we moms think that our children don't see or observe they actually are seeing and they are observing and they are learning. I, I teach a homeschool class. One of the kids was giving a presentation on what they had for dinner the night before. And another kid raised their hand and said, did your mom eat it too? Or was she on a diet? And I thought, Oh, ding, ding, ding. (laughs) I mean, you know, our kids know (laughs) our kids know know and we're teaching, we're teaching them, we're teaching them how to relate to their bodies and what to believe about their bodies and their value through what we do as well as what we say. So I love that. Are you tired of comparing yourself to others? It's time to break free my friend. Check out compare whome online and you'll find a ton of great resources, blog posts, videos and so much more to help you stop comparing and start living. And make sure you sign up for my exclusive email list while you're there. I send my email friends things I don't send anyone else. You can also find out more about my brand new book, The Burden of Better, How a Comparison-Free Life Leads to Joy, Peace, and Rest. If you're tired of battling comparison, friend, I wrote this book just for you. Check it out right after this episode, of course. So through GEM, you're encouraging girls, you're teaching girls the gospel, can you fill that out for me a little bit more? What does that look like? If, if my daughter was to join a GEMS group, what would she learn? What would she experience? Can you, can you give me a picture of what that's like?
0: Absolutely. She joined what we call a club where she would be meeting with other girls. One of our basic, um, we call it curriculum, but one of the resources that they go through together, it's called Loved Period because we want every single girl to know the truth that she is loved, period, loved by God. And that she doesn't have to earn it. She doesn't have to make a sock team or more, have more Snapchat friends or lose weight that she is loved, period. And so we believe something um, just amazing happens. Life change happens in small groups. So we're really excited about the clubs, but we also offer resources to moms and and mentors and ministry leaders, as I mentioned, because we know that really the, the biggest emphasis on one's foundation comes at the home Mm -hmm. so just like i mentioned that a to z list of all of the challenges we have resources to help get a to z truth into the hands of our moms so that they can help girls know like oh wait a god says i'm accepted just the way that i am god says that i'm beautiful and this is what beauty looks like to god Mm -hmm. that i'm chosen so at the lunch table you're not picked that you can say wait wait a minute. God says I'm chosen. I've been handpicked by him that they can go all the way down so that they can know the truth, not just what the world says is true, but that they know the capital T truth. You know, a, a real story in my own life, if it's okay that I share when I really kind of understood that I was experiencing freedom in this area was a few years ago when I had gained a little weight because I, I was caring for my body and not starving myself. And I saw a woman that I had known for a while. And so I, I, she was on a sidewalk. So I kind of pulled over my truck and hopped out and gave her a big hug back when we could hug. right, mm-hmm. and, and I was like, Hey, you know, and then she was like, wow, Cindy, you've gained weight. So remember how we were talking about words? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we don't say that, right? Like <laughs> note to self, don't say that. And so I just kind of gulped and then continued on with a small talk and got into my truck and thought, okay, Cindy, like, what are you going to do? And Heather, I got to tell you, the old me would have went home and tried to make a drug deal or gone to the gym or gone to the toilet or done something. Mm -hmm. But I read, I sat there and thought, Cindy, what are you going to do? And I thought of this quote that is not unique to me. Kelly Minter originally said it. And she says this, Satan may tell us what's true, but he never tells us the truth. And I like to say to my girls, like the capital T truth that we find in God's word. And I sat there and thought, you know, it's true. I've gained a little weight. It's true that I don't look like I used to. It's true that I'm not a size zero anymore, but the capital T truth is this, that I'm accepted just the way that I am, that I am victorious in Christ, that I've been, like, I'm enough. And I sat there and had a little church by myself in the front seat of my car and realized like, it's when we know the truth Just like the scripture says, that's when we are set free. So that's one of the things we're passionate about at GEMS is helping equip a whole generation, the little girls and the big girls so that they can know that truth. So that if the comment is made or the commercial comes on or whatever might happen, that they can think like, wait, this may be true, but God's word, the capital T truth says this. And we won't know God's truth unless we spend time in his truth. So again, we go back to my story as a woman that never even had a Bible until the age of 26. I've just said like, God, may it not be said on my watch that some little girl would grow up and Mm -hmm. think, no one ever told me. Mm -hmm. Like we, we can come together, we can link arms and we can do better for this generation. I believe so. With all the grace, and I'm speaking to myself right now, that we can reach this generation with truth.
1: I love that. Preach it, Cindy. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. And I I love your heart. And I I love what Jems is doing. That's just incredible. And you know, you're you're right. That's that capital T truth. The enemy only tells us just a little. He has to use a little bit of truth in what he says, right? Because otherwise we'd be like, that's ridiculous. I don't believe that. So he gives just a little bit of truth, but you're right. The whole story. And then and I think also just reminding us that we're gonna be tempted we're always going to be tempted. You're going to have that person that's going to say, wow, you really gained weight over the holidays <laughs> or, or you're yeah, going to get yeah, on the scale. Yeah. And you're going to see that you gain weight over the holidays. <laughs> True story. Um, but, but, speaking that whole truth, telling the gospel to ourselves, reminding us that that's not where our worth and value is found. That that's the skill that we as moms and grandmas need to know and and our daughters
0: need to learn as well. So I love that. Think about how the scroll is taking a toll on our girls, right? Because every day when they're scrolling through and they're seeing on Instagram or wherever they hang out, TikTok, their favorite place, and they're seeing someone that's prettier or skinnier or more popular, all of those things. So, it, you know, for, for me, it was at school or maybe on the playground, mm-hmm. but now the phones are at home and it's like 24 seven that our girls need to be reminded okay, maybe this is true because you're right. The enemy has just enough to whisper that we lean in and listen, mm-hmm. but then we get to make a choice and we get to stand firm on God's ca- capital T truth.
1: Yeah, I love that. Well, do you give moms any kind of encouragement on the social media front, like the age to start or how to help girls navigate social media? Talking about the scroll. We
0: do, (laughs) we do. And we're really committed to linking arms together so that we can come together and help this generation of girls. So we do webinars and we have, um, like we have something called gemsrefresh.org that has free videos and all sorts of ways that we can bring in experts that are this is what they're doing night and day and so we can in fact just in December we had a webinar that we had someone come in from protect young eyes and said would you help us so that we know how to help Mm -hmm. our girls because it's a whole new world for our girls and so we want to stay like one step ahead of them Mm -hmm. which is not easy so that we can help them navigate this new territory with with truth and grace and protection
1: Right. Right. Because I know like for women in our age range, we still struggle, right? Like it's hard for us to yes. scroll and yep. not walk away from that wondering if we're good enough. But for girls exactly. whose brains aren't fully developed yet, who don't have the years and decades of experience to separate truth from reality, I know it's a completely different different thing that a lot of moms need, need help navigating myself included. So I love that. I'm hoping that everyone mm-hmm. watching or listening is going to go to your website and just get plugged into your resources because I know we need them. Well, Sidi, as we wrap up today, I always ask the question of my guests when I remember, I say always, and then I'm like, I think I forgot to ask a couple of people. <laughs> how, how have you struggled with comparison? And now know you shared you shared your story. You've kind of answered this question in some ways, but, but can we get real about Cindy in 2021? Is there a way that, that you struggle mm-hmm. with comparison and, and how is God leading you in that?
0: Yeah. The snare to compare is real for all of us, mm-hmm. I think. And um, I think most specifically and authentically, even this Christmas season, Christmas of 2020 was a challenge for me. Um, as you mentioned, I have four kids. My eldest son lives in Arizona. He's 26. So he's got a real job. He's adulting out there. It's really hard to see all the pictures of the families and their PJs. And even if they were indoors doing life when my eldest son couldn't come home and so I had to kind of unplug because that snap of the comparison trap is a really real thing and Mm -hmm. Christmas isn't about being in flannel pajamas although I have a picture of me doing that last year it's not what the reason is all about Mm -hmm. and so I had to unplug and go back to the reason for this season and have an attitude of gratitude. And again, I had to I didn't sit in the front seat of my truck, but I might as well have when I reminded myself, me, this is Jesus' birthday. And I want you to think what Jesus has done in your life. That you once were a drug and alcohol addict. And not only did Jesus save and rescue you, he has given you a brand new reputation. So that is worth celebrating. So you get off social media, you worry about the planal PJs next year in 2021. And you have a spirit and attitude of gratitude because that's what matters most. So absolutely, I I think every day we have a choice and we can choose to compare or we can choose to stand on the truth and choose gratitude and be thankful. So, yeah, but I'm, I love I'm, that. I'm so not perfect. So, yeah. Oh, thank, thank you so much for sharing that. That's, that's a, a great reminder of how
1: comparison isn't always just about like how we look. It can be just about things like who's enjoying Christmas in one way and who's, you know, not able to, because you're in Michigan, right? Correct. So you guys are locked down. Yes, I'm. You're type. locked down.
0: locked yeah. down. We're not going anywhere. See, I'm yeah. in Texas. In fact, that's why I'm working from home today. I'm not even. Oh, so you're. <laughs> You have the warmth and a little bit more freedom than we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: We're, we're the Wild West down here. <laughs> but, uh, well, Cindy, thank you. Thank you so much. It's been yeah. so great to connect with you. Can you just remind us once again all the places we can connect with you and find gems?
0: Sure. Gems is gemsgc.org. Or you can go to my website, com, and there's lots of links there too. But Gems, we're here to serve any mom or mentor or ministry leader in any way, so I just encourage your listeners to reach out if there's any way. If there's a girl in your life, just remember you're not alone, and we're here to help. And thank you, Heather, for all that you do in the kingdom. From one Enneagram 7 to another, I'm cheering you on. (laughs) and sprinkling confetti. We need your voice in the kingdom, so please oh. keep doing what you're doing.
1: Oh, thank you, Cindy. And I'll have the links to all all the places to connect with you in the show notes. So, if you're driving, don't worry about trying to write it down frantically. We'll we'll get those we'll yeah. get those links for you. Well, Cindy, thanks again, and thank you for thank watching you. or listening today. I hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. That's all for today. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Hello, hello. Poonice Petway here, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. Are you someone who loves to take a deep dive into God's Word one verse at a time to explore His will for your life and desire to draw closer to Him?